Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years. And we've been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clocks because we empower people to live amazing lives. Yes, we do. And you are on our podcast, becoming part of our love revolution. The love revolution is about learning to love yourself, learning to love others so we can create more love in the universe. So welcome. Yes. And on today's show, we got a great topic. We're going to talk about how to love yourself. Ooh, that's a good one. You guys all heard that before. Love yourself, Mm -hmm. love yourself. But what does that really mean on today's episode? We are going to give you our perspective on what that means. But before we jump to the main topic, it's time for catching up with the clocks. What's up, baby? Not much. You know, I know everybody expects me every week to say I had a great week, but I didn't have a great week. Mm. I actually had really low energy this week and Mm. I didn't feel my best and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you just don't feel good. You don't always feel on top of your game. But I've learned to look at that like everything's energy, right? And mm-hmm. energy's always moving. So I'm not always going to be riding the wave of, of joy and happiness and abundance and gratitude, even though I want to. Right. I really want to all the time, but it doesn't always happen. So basically you're saying you're human. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's part of it. I yeah. agree. I yeah. agree. You know, actually, I had something really interesting that happened to me this week, or that I did. Many of you guys probably don't know it, but back in my day, I was quite the athlete. I was a star basketball player in New York, and that's actually how I got to California. So basketball has always been a big part of my life, Mm -hmm. and being a star, being the best at it. Yeah. And even had at different points options to pursue a professional basketball career overseas. Mm -hmm. So... It's been years since I've played basketball. Right. Maybe like 15 years since I even shot a ball. Uh But in my mind, I'm always, as you know, walking around the house, still having those memories and those heydays. And and finally this week, I got my ass out to the park and went to go play. You did? Yes, I did. I did did not know that. My plan was to just go by myself. And then the guy started coming over. Uh Yo, what's up, OG? Yo, OG, you want to play? And (laughs) as soon as they throw the OG thing in there, it's like, Uh okay. You know, we could tell you probably had some skills back in your day, but let's oh. play some ball. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to play. It's been years since <laughs> I, I played. I want to take my ball and go yeah, home. I don't want to play. And they kept pressuring me, that peer pressure from these yeah. young boys. Yeah. And it was like, come on, man. We don't care. You could do it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and finally, it was like, you know what? They think that they're going to have their way they with me. They think they're going to school you? They think they're going to school me. Right. So I was like, screw <laughs> it. Let's play. Uh-huh. So I was trash. <laughs> I was trash. <laughs> You didn't still have I it? sucked. It, it wasn't was like riding a bicycle? Hell no. Wow. Hell no. It was horrible. They laughed. You know, they didn't trip. They right, knew right. that it's been a while. Yes, it was disappointing in a way, mm-hmm. but it was actually, I felt relief. Why? Because it was like that chapter's closed. <laughs> and I don't have to think about it anymore. My basketball days I have, are I have over. nothing to prove anymore. Right. And it was like, I'm just an OG now. Wow. And I'm okay with that. What I'm hearing is you loved and accepted yourself, even though you couldn't do something you used to be able to do. Yes. You know, so I'm playing them. I'm like, okay, go left. My legs are like, screw you. I'm like, okay, now jump. My legs are like, nope. But it was nice not having to worry about that anymore, not having to think about that anymore. And overall, I left with just a feeling of gratitude, gratitude that I did have the opportunity to pursue a career in Mm -hmm. basketball, that I did have great experiences being a great player. I'm grateful. 
So, That's awesome. I don't know if you recognize, but that goes right along with our topic. You were loving yourself. You were accepting yourself. So mm-hmm. what does self-love mean to you? Where did you start? Well, first of all, one of the reasons I like this topic is because I know that people struggle with it. I see all the time, like on social media, like love yourself. And it's always like spa day and a massage and flowers and, you know, that kind of thing. So I think people think that self-love is really about like pampering yourself, right? But it's much deeper than that to me. For me, I really view self-love as loving and accepting every aspect of yourself. And that is really hard to do sometimes. So let me ask you this. Why is loving yourself important? Because how you feel about yourself is how your energy vibrates and attracts the things into your life. If you don't love yourself, you don't like yourself, you don't like things about yourself, you know, there could be like so many areas. I don't like my body or if I don't like the job that I have, I don't think I'm smart enough to get a better job or maybe I'm not making enough money Then I'm beating myself up because I'm not making enough money. There's so many subjects that people focus on. And the thing that's fascinating about it is they're not doing it on purpose. They're not focusing on those things on purpose. It's literally how the brain works, right? The brain is all about survival. So the brain is like, what do we need to do to survive? What do we need to do to be better? Like those constant thoughts. And people get sucked into those thoughts and then they believe them. And they start believing like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. And then it creates a worthiness issue. Once you have a worthiness issue and that becomes your energy, you have to attract people and situations and things that show you that you don't think you're worthy you literally will attract people to treat you as if you're not worthy or to treat you negatively in the areas of your mind that you don't love yourself, where you are judging yourself, where you are thinking you are not enough. I agree. Also, if you don't love yourself, it's going to be almost impossible for anyone else to love you. Mm -hmm. And you won't be able to receive love as well. Like you said, you won't think you're worthy of it. Right. And so what's the use of it? living life if you can't have and experience love and share love. That's why we're here as human beings to have relationships and love is a big part of that. And have that connection. Have you in your life had moments where you felt like you didn't love yourself? Or or you thought you were loving yourself but you weren't really doing it? Yeah. Last week. (laughs) Every day. Like this is life work. There's no way that you're ever going to get to the point where you're just like, oh, I just love every aspect of myself. Again, because your brain is always working, always looking for improvement, always looking for something to be better. It really is about how you perceive that process. I work really hard to be aware of those thoughts because that's the thing. They're like ants, right? They're automatic negative negative thoughts. thoughts. You don't even know they're there. You don't even notice them. You're just going about your day and then you feel down or you just don't feel like you have energy or you don't feel enough or you don't want to go around people because you're worried about being judged, right? So what's happening is you are feeling the effects of your automatic negative thoughts. They're running a program that you're not aware is running. And because remember, all your thoughts create an emotion. Well, you get a chemical drip so that you feel. Mm -hmm. So 
these thoughts that you have about yourself, sometimes they're, they're automatic and they're negative. You don't know they're there. Sometimes they're programmed in. You've just been doing it for so long that you don't even notice that you're doing it anymore. They could be other people's thoughts, you know, group think where people have handed you thoughts about yourself and you accepted them. Right. Thoughts that make you feel bad. So it's a very complex process. I agree, which is a perfect segue into my perspective on it. Because I've had this conversation as well with myself. I'll give you a story. I was in the shower one day. Out of nowhere, my spirit said, love yourself. I get what we call C-mail. My spirit just drops me a message. Right. So as I started to read it more, it was saying, love yourselves. And I dug a little more and it hit me. As human beings, we have trillions of cells. Right. And every single cell in our body is just as alive as we are. It's just as intelligent as we are. Mm-hmm. It has a mind. It has emotions. It has thoughts just Mm -hmm. like us. They're like many versions of us. Yes. Those cells have antennas and they're listening to everything in the external world around us. That's the only way that they could communicate with the external world is through those antennas. They can't see what's going on. Right. So they're listening to everything. Mm -hmm. They're feeling everything we're feeling. Right. So it's sort of like we're the principal in a school. And when your principal gets on a loudspeaker and talks to the school, everybody's listening. Right. So that's your cells. Your cells are always listening and you're the principal. Your thoughts are on that loudspeaker broadcasting through your body and all your cells are listening. Mm -hmm. So whatever conversations you're having, your cells feel like you're having that about them. Right. Whatever thoughts you're having, you're having that about them. Mm -hmm. Your body's your kingdom and your cells are your servants. Mm -hmm. They're there to serve us. Since we've been on this podcast, we've been breathing. Right. Not one time have we had to consciously tell ourselves to do it. Our vision, it's handling so many things there for us that we don't have to think about. And mm-hmm. It keeps us alive. So when I was in the shower, I realized that even though these cells are here for me and they've always been here for me, I have not had built a relationship with them. I've been ignoring them like most people just going through life like, la, 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 I'm awake, I'm alive, I'm moving, I'm doing my thing. Right. <laughs> Never stopping to think about this amazing community, this amazing kingdom of cells, of living beings that have been supporting me. Right. So it was like, focus on them, build a relationship with them. So I started talking to myself, I was in the shower, Mm -hmm. and it was like, leg cells, I love you. Arm cells, I love you. All the cells, I just love all of you. And as I was saying that, I Mm -hmm. could literally feel them vibrating. Yeah. I could feel them responding. Mm -hmm. And I apologized to them. Right. I told them that, you know what? I know that I'm your king, and I have not been serving you. I know that sometimes I have negative thoughts, thoughts of where I'm not loving myself and you guys take it like I'm not loving you. So from here on in, I'm going to build a relationship and love on you. Love on each one of you, be aware of each one of you and give you guys what you need. I'm going to be aware of my thoughts. Literally, I started crying when I was doing it. It was so emotional. Right. And I promised that I'd be a better leader. Since then... I just had this amazing relationship with them. Right. When I eat food, as you know, mm-hmm. I do the same thing every time. Before I eat, right. it's like, you ready, cells? You ready for this food I'm going to give you? <laughs> this is love. This is wealth. This is power. You ready? And I eat it, and they, and I, want, and I tell them, you know what? Share it. Mm-hmm. This is love that I'm giving you. Share it with all of you. Right. By having this awareness, right. they also talk back to me and tell me what they need. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm not getting a certain nutrient. Right. My cells are literally tell me. Go to the store and buy this vegetable. A vegetable that maybe I've never had before. Mm -hmm. And when I eat that vegetable, it's amazing. 
because I'm building a relationship with my cells. I'm constantly telling them I love them. I'm constantly telling them they're amazing. I'm mm-hmm. constantly telling them positive things. And as they feel positive and amazing, mm-hmm. I feel positive and amazing because I'm comprised of them. Absolutely. And a funny thing that I've noticed that we've, especially in our coaching, mm-hmm. that we see it all the time. Yeah. Most people are not loving themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't love themselves and they're looking at some other person and they're killing themselves to get that other person to love them. Right. So it's almost like I'm ignoring my kingdom and everyone is here that loves me and supports me. So your cells are like your children, your servants, your people. Mm-hmm. They're loving you. They're there for you. But then you're ignoring them and you're trying to get someone else, that other man to love you or that other woman to love you. Right. As opposed to you going, let me love myself first. Let me love right. my own kingdom and my own selves first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But instead, they're going, let me go get that person and get into their kingdom and get them and their cells giving, to love me. Giving the power away. Right. Giving the power of love. You're giving that responsibility to someone else before you've taken it for yourself. Right. Exactly. Right. So the more that I build the relationships, be where my cells are listening, and to love them, build a relationship with them, the more I'm literally loving myself. Yes. Because I always take them into consideration, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Well, you know, that goes along with... What I was saying about, you know, your thoughts and your emotions, they're all connected. It's all connected to yourself. So Mm -hmm. one of the ways that we've found to help people love themselves more is to be aware of that self-talk, right? Mm -hmm. What, What are the things you're saying to yourself? What are those conversations? What's the tone that you talk to yourself in your head? Would you say that to another person? Would you talk to another person like that? Like that's your gauge, right? To measure whether or not you have good Mm self-talk. But then if we drill down to the next level, then it's what you're describing, which is cell talk. You literally can start having conversations with yourselves. I love the idea you start with apologizing for neglecting them. Like it's true, our bodies, our energy, our cells are just serving us constantly, loving us, taking care of us, and we're not acknowledging them. We're giving the power to someone else. Mm -hmm. And then you're absolutely right. Not only do we give the power to someone else, but we say things to other people that are negative towards their cells. And then they say negative things back to us. So like in relationships, that's why couples Mm -hmm. fight because they start telling each other negative things and they don't like it. So they're downloading that into their cells. Right. If you're telling your partner something negative about them and their cells, your cells can't tell the difference of who you're talking to. So they think you're talking about About them. them. Yes. And I always say like, I compare the cells also to like your kids. Mm-hmm. So your kids are listening. And when you come home, you're like, damn it, our life sucks. And my life is horrible. I make stupid decisions. And you're going beating yourself up. Your kids are listening. Yeah. Your cells are listening. Yep. And they think you're talking about them. Yeah. So of course they're going to feel bad. And then you're going to feel bad. And they're going to respond to that. They feel bad. You're going to feel bad. Yeah. But the key is to be aware that your cells are listening. So I always compare it as well to like a dog. Imagine your dog that loves you and they want to be there for you. They're loyal. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. But then you come home and you're like, oh, come here, doggy. I love you. And then you just start going off on a dog. Get out of here. I hate you and I hate you. I hate you. And a dog will jump away and get, freak out on you. Mm-hmm. But then you come home every day. You do the same thing. Eventually, that dog is going to turn on you. Yeah. That dog is going to go rogue. It's going to be scared of you. Right. It's going to be scared. It's going to stop listening to you. Mm-hmm. It's going to do its own thing. Right. And the cells are the same way. Right. Once you keep beating yourself up like that, mm-hmm. eventually they stop following you. They stop listening to you. They go rogue. 
Right. And that's when people's cells turn into cancerous cells, tumors, and all these other things. Yeah. Because they no longer are running the same program. They're doing their own thing. Right. That's where a lot of disease comes from. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in that negative state and you're feeding that energy, that negative energy, your cells pick that up yeah. and then your cells are affected and then everything just goes downhill from there. How would you tell people to utilize the idea of cell talk to love themselves more? Well, first of all, be aware that your cells are always listening. For example, if they feel like there's a threat outside of them, yeah. if they'll literally contract. Mm-hmm. If they feel like things are wonderful, and every they expand. Right. And when they expand, they're healthier. So be aware that they're always listening. Be aware of your thoughts. Negative thoughts are going to be harmful to them. Self-sabotage, telling yourself you're not good enough, any of those things, they think you're talking about them. Don't do that. Express your love and your gratitude as much as you can not for, for them, mm-hmm. for the things around you, for the people around you, and for life in general. Right. Another good thing you can do is watch your diet. Mm-hmm. Your cells... They need to be healthy and they want to be healthy. So be aware of the food that you're eating. Right. Because some foods, it's like your children. If you love your children, you're going to feed your children fast food every day. What's that going to do to them eventually? It's going to eventually make them sick. So your cells are the same way. What do your cells need in order to be healthy, in order to be happier? Feed them that. And when they feel better, you'll feel better. When they're healthy, you're healthy. When they're happy, you're happy. When they feel loved, you feel loved. So you got to love yourselves. You got to have loving self-talk. That's more of a definition to self-love than just getting a massage and lighting some candles, mm-hmm. right? So it's deeper than that. And I think that's the part where doing personal development work is so important because when you start paying attention to yourself and start having that awareness that you were talking about, you'll start to notice when you're off. You'll start to notice when you're not mm-hmm. communicating with yourselves. You'll start to notice when you have that negative self-talk. It's really interesting how people let something bad happen to them or something bad did happen to them. And then they just decide... I'm upset or I'm angry or I'm down and they just focus on that and focus on that. And then after a while, that just becomes the attitude that they have. That becomes the filter that they see life through, right? Uh, One of the most popular that we deal with is there's no good men, right? Because something bad happened. So then they start telling themselves there's no good men. But then on top of that, they start telling themselves, I can't have what I want. And on top of that, they start telling themselves, like, I'm going to be alone and I'm suffering and I'm struggling. So all of that starts creating their energy, right? right? Mm -hmm. And as they move through life, they see everything through that filter. Like when in the beginning episodes, when we talked about the science of you and we talked about how your mind works, you're filtering everything through your beliefs. So when people say it's, you know, you can't really love another person until you love yourself, that is absolutely true. Because if you don't love yourself, your filter is not not a filter of love. You will never be able to see your partner in a truly loving way. Eventually, your filter is going to taint the love. True. Eventually, you're going to see the things in them that you don't love about yourself. Very so true. self-love is not only important for you, it's important for your partnership. I'll go a step further. It's important for parenting because the same thing happens. Mm -hmm. Whatever your story about yourself is, you are gonna be using that as your filter to see your children. An example of that is if you 
say you have low self-esteem and you don't think you're good enough, you're not going to be a parent that's encouraging. You're going to go into complaining. You're going to make your children cynical because you're cynical, because that is your filter. And you won't even know that you're doing it. So your children will become like yourselves. Yes. You guys, it all goes together. And so self-love affects everything in your life. You'll filter at work. You'll always have the same issues at work that you've said to yourself about yourself, right? So a great example for me was, and I'll just say this freely, like I grew up feeling like a victim. And that energy, that was the filter that I showed up at work, that I showed up in my relationships, that I even showed up with my children. And so once I was able to see that and start changing myself, talk, start loving myself by really seeing the good in myself, that's another thing. You have to look for it. You have to force your mind to see the good in you. Most of you know one of my issues, because I talk about it all the time, is I'm really hard on myself when it comes to getting stuff done. And I will make myself go, 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 go. And at times, I have to remind myself, like, you have nothing to prove. You all right. You Mm -hmm. can rest. You can stop. You deserve to stop. You did great today. I've started this new exercise where I write down everything I've done so that my brain can't tell me I haven't done enough. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, I got a checklist. Here, here, brain. This is what I did. I am doing good. I love myself. I get to rest. And you know, that's what my mood was about this week is I was tired. I was low energy. And there's a part of me that wanted to come in and go, you're not supposed to have low energy. You're supposed to be here. I had to shut that self-talk down and really tell myself, thank you for letting me know that I need to rest. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. I hear you and I am going to rest. Yes. Thank you for letting me know I need more water. Thank you for letting me know that I need some fresh air. Like when you start to tune into yourself and you're down, you don't need to project it onto anyone else. You don't need to blame anyone else. You literally can look at yourself and go, how do I get myself to a better place? What is it that I need? And when you're in tune with yourselves, you will know what you need. Your Mm -hmm. intuition will tell you what you need. When you're down, it doesn't mean you stay down. It means you look at that aspect of yourself and you go, there's a part of me that sometimes gets down. And I love that part of me. There's a part of me that's hard on myself. And I love that part of me too. Makes me work hard. And you find a way to love every aspect of yourself. I'm in my fifties. I have a tummy. I'm really learning to love my tummy. I didn't love it very much in the beginning, but I'm learning to love it. Yes. You know, and another benefit of developing that self-love with your cells and your body is that even like with the law of attraction, mm-hmm. when you want to manifest things. Yes. So most people don't realize it, but with, when they're manifesting, they look at it like it's a solo project. Like it's just, right. I'm manifesting through my mind. And that's true, but there's more to it. Right. Your cells are extensions of you. Mm-hmm. You're not just your mind. You're comprised of these trillions of cells. Right. When you do something, they do it for the most part. So when you're trying to manifest, you're not just doing it with them. They're doing it with you. Yes. Imagine this. Think about you manifesting by yourself or you doing it with a team of trillions behind you. Right. <laughs> All focused and synchronized. I'll on, take on the, the trillions, same thing. please. Thank you. Right. That's so really they increase your ability to manifest what it is that you want in life, money, health, wealth, love, no matter what it is. Yeah. But most people, they're not in sync. They're not synchronized with their cells mm-hmm. because they're not leading their cells. They're yeah. not leading their kingdom. Yeah. So once you become that leader, you take ownership, then in a better, more relationship you build with yourselves, Mm -hmm. when you want something, they listen. When I need something, 
I know how to get the attention of every cell in my body. And they're like, what do you want? The king is talking. The leader is talking. And then I tell them, this is what we want. This is what we're doing. Let's all do it together. And then my manifestations come so much faster because I'm doing it with them. It's it's not just me. It's trillions. Right. An army of trillions. So that example of like when we went on vacation and I cut my hand. Yeah. That was a really, really bad cut. And it needed stitches. But I decided, no, I'm not going to get stitches. I'm going to heal it within a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And I've done this many, many, many times. And I use the same process. Me having that relationship with my cells, when I focus on healing, they do it with me. And in record time, boom, a couple of days later, completely gone. Right. Completely healed. Look at it now. It's like it didn't even exist. I know I'm going to always able to do that because I have that relationship with them. Yes. And it's not just me. And another thing I want to add. When you're in a relationship, for example, or you're dealing with someone, whether romantic or not, if that person is getting you upset over and over again, if you're saying things about that person, my partner sucks, my partner's this, my partner's out to get me, and you're saying that over and over again, uh-huh. eventually it'll download to your cells, just like kids or a dog or anything else. Uh-huh. They'll take your side right. and they'll look at that person as the adversary. Oh, that's very true. Yes. And I know then exactly what you're talking about. When you about. and that person are fighting, mm-hmm. they're riled up. Yeah. And they want to attack that person. Yep. But, or they don't want to be near that person. Right. They don't want that person to touch them or right. get close to them. But then after you make up, you might be ready to make up. Yeah. And go, okay, logically, I know I'm over it. Let's go. Let's move on. But then the thought of that person touching you, you touching them is like, ugh. Like yeah. you have this physical response. Mm-hmm. And you're going like, what is this physical response about? Why do I want to make up, but I just can't I physically. Ew, yeah. It just feels ill. It's not you. It's your cells. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. cells. I've you, experienced that. Yeah. we Most people do. Your yeah. cells, you might be ready to change and let it go, yeah. but your cells, they're still holding on they to mad. that anger. They're mad. Your, your cells still mad. They're mad. They're like, yes. not giving up that easy. So Mm-mm. what they need, you need to do then is to, first of all, realize what's happening then you have to keep giving it, just like you fed it all that anger over and over and over and over, yes. start feeding it love yes. about that other person. You know what? That other person, my partner's wonderful. My partner's great. My partner loves us. Keep, and the more you do that and the more you feel the emotions of love, the more they'll start to feel it and they'll forgive and they'll let it go. But then if you're not careful, you'll do it again and again and again. And you may get to a point one day where you may not be able to get back physically. Right. So you have to be really, really aware of when you're doing that. That is what loving yourself is all about. I just want to expand on one thing that you said that I think is so important is feed yourselves love, feed your thoughts love, feed every aspect of your body love. And that is really about acceptance. That is really about I accept you right where you are. And I'm not mad at you. I'm not trying to put you down. And the way that you do that is you just look at life through gratitude, love, abundance, and appreciation. You go to spirit, Mm -hmm. right? Spirit is love, abundance, and appreciation. And when you tap into spirit, no matter what is happening in your life, if you can use that as your filter, then you begin to, to feed your thoughts love. You begin to feed your cells love. And you can even do physical things to give yourself love. So you can put the word love on your water bottles or get a cup that has love on it so that you're drinking love. It's important to bless your food before you eat it. That's why people pray over their meal is they're blessing the food before it goes into your body. 
appreciating every aspect of yourself, even the parts that you want to change. It's okay to want to change yourself, but it's not okay to beat yourself up for not being there. Love and accept yourself right where you are. That is self-love. And I'll tell you guys this, if you shut down that resistance of I'm not enough and you just focus on what you love, it gets easier and easier and easier. But it's a practice and you have to start somewhere. Anger, shame, guilt, any of those negative emotions, it corrodes the container it's carried in. Yes. And who's that container? You are. So is it worth forgiving that person that did that thing to you? Yeah, it is. It's worth it for you because it's not affecting them, it's affecting you. And it's affecting yourselves and your ability to love yourself. 100%. We gave a lot of good information on how people can love themselves. And you know, this last week when I was kind of out of it, I really went into hyper self-love. And it's really interesting because I disconnect from you when I want to love myself more because I'm flowing love to you. I'm flowing love to me, my work, my children, my family. And sometimes I just got to pull that back in. And when I feel down or low or self-defeated, I pull all of it back to myself. And I spent a lot of time this last week alone. I went to the beach by myself. I did some grounding. And it's really important that you focus on yourself. And if you're in a marriage or committed relationship or you have children, sometimes that's really hard. But that's the number one way that you love yourself. You make yourself a priority. You make yourself a priority. You are important. Your time is important. You take it. You find a way to take it. You ask for help if you need to get help with your kids or your family, but you take it. And then something else that's super important for self-love is to speak your truth. If something bothers you or you're not happy about something, you communicate that and you communicate it without needing the other person to change. You're just communicating because you love yourself. That was a great discussion. I really hope that you guys got a lot out of it. I hope you remember the things that you need to do. Start with self-talk and sell-talk positive messages love and accept yourself right where you are today that's right and anthony wants feedback so go ahead and follow us on our socials at the amazing clarks and what else we got for these people don't forget to get a copy of our book crack the code Oh, that's right crack the code all of this is in crack the code a lot of the things that we share on the podcast are in crack the code right you can get it from uh, amazon.com yes amazon.com that's right it's It's number one bestseller international and national yes yes get a copy we love you guys thank you so much for being part of our love revolution do you see how important it is you gotta love yourself if you're gonna be part of the love revolution so let's get on this let's bring some love into this universe Thank you you guys so much for joining us. There you go, guys. We gave it to you. Now, what you going to do with it? Amazing Clocks Podcast is executive produced by Cody and Tommy Oliver. And produced by Crystal Hill and edited by Masu McLemore.